Oh, what a night. We got to place, or I got to place, little baby Jesus in the manger. And as a kid, I used to get so annoyed that my mother wouldn't let us put Jesus in the manger until Christmas morning. We would wait all Advent. Can't we put Jesus in? No, not till Christmas. And then when the great morning came and we were tearing through our stockings and presents, do you think there was any one of us kids fighting, ooh, me, me, I want to put Jesus in the manger? And here we are many a decade later, and one of my biggest excitements is actually putting Jesus in the manger of my own nativity scenes at home. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day is all about Jesus, this baby in the manger. I love nativity scenes, creches. I love setting them up before Christmas and tucking Jesus away somewhere to bring out on Christmas morning and hopefully remembering where he got tucked away so he really will appear. And then this great moment putting him in the manger, depicting for us, for me, for everyone, that Christ is actually in this world, depicting God with us, Emmanuel. That's what Emmanuel means, God with us. Nativity scenes as we know them with figurines of Mary, Joseph, an angel, shepherds, maybe some wise folk and sheep and so on. They began back in the 13th century. And historians believe the first one was created by a monk named St. Francis. That's right, it's the saint we remember for his love of animals and nature. He's actually the one who is credited with coming up with the idea of creating a nativity scene depicting Christ's birth with figures, with characters. And this happened one year when he was staying with some of his fellow monks in a little village near his hometown, Assisi. As Christmas neared, he realized the town chapel was going to be too small to hold all the people coming for midnight mass. So he went outside, and he found a little niche in a rock right by the town square. And then he wondered how to bring Christmas joy alive, how to bring the reverence alive in that village gathering space, in the market space. How could you inspire devotion, awe, outside of chapel walls? So Francis thought, what what if I were to recreate a manger scene here? And so he did. That was a radical, creative, liturgical move at that time, something that hadn't been done before and something he actually had to go to his bishop to get permission for. The monks got hay. It's told they got a donkey and an ox and set it all up on the town square. And when the night came, St. Bonaventure his biographer, a couple of decades later, St. Bonaventure wrote that the people ran together. 
The forest resounded with their voices. And that venerable night was made glorious by many and brilliant lights and sonorous psalms of praise. The man of God, St. Francis, he wrote, stood before the manger full of devotion and piety, bathed in tears and radiant with joy, and chanted the Holy Gospel. Now imagine, this was an impoverished town. These were people who were struggling. Imagine what it must have been like for them to see their livestock. Perhaps their friends, nobody really knows if they had live people or if he had figurines carved, but perhaps it was their friends. Perhaps there even was a baby from the village in the manger. Talk about a way to get into the idea and the feeling and the reality of Christ's birth right before them. God with them, God with us, Emmanuel, so tangible, so present. And it's just as in scripture, the angel told the shepherds, to you, is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. To you, the shepherds, to you, Italian villagers, to us, born to us today, Emmanuel, with us for our benefit and for the loving benefit of the world. So tonight we revel in this birth with the angel proclaimed to the shepherd is the good news of great joy for all people. Good news for those gathered around the manger in Bethlehem. Good news for the villagers with St. Francis back in 1223. And good news of great joy for us in 2019. For this good news says that God is with us, for us, and for all people. That love, divine love, right here in this world. So ever since St. Francis's Town Square Midnight Mass, all sorts of nativity scenes have been created in different cultures and different contexts of the world. In high school, I spent a year in France, in Provence, in the south, and the tradition there was not to put up a Christmas tree, but to lay out an elaborate nativity, a crush, often taking up a whole corner of a living room or a whole part of parts of the villages. And in this crush, baby Jesus would be born into essentially a Provençal, a southern French village. The tradition started back in the 1700s when Provence was one of the most impoverished regions in Europe. And every year since then, Jesus' birth is witnessed by dozens of little figurines of French villagers. There's the baker, the boulanger, the fisherman, a hunter, a gypsy, and so on. And they're all bringing gifts. They're all so moved by this birth of Christ, of God in the world, God's love being there, that they're bringing things that baby Jesus and the Holy Family are going to need. 
Like there's an olive farmer who has this basket of olives, an oil lamp maker bringing a lamp and oil to give them light, a weaver who offers her cloth. There's even a grandmother sitting, whipping up an omelet. And of course, there's the wine barrel maker, because the Holy Family can't be in Provence without wine. And certainly, Jesus is going to need some wine later on in his life. There's even a village priest at Christ's birth. This is the meaning of God in our midst. Not a remote God up in the clouds or like we might have imagined as kids floating around there in heaven. Not a God who's remote from our hearts and our lives, but a God who's here today for us, for all people, entering the poverty of our lives, coming in the dark of night and declaring, I am here. I'm in the darkest part of the world. I'm in the darkest part of your hearts, and I'm in the reality of your world. In recent years, nativity scenes have been created to evoke this good news of God's love in tough modern contexts. A few years ago in Italy, when tens of thousands of migrant refugees were arriving by sea, the town of Castanasso created a nativity display with Mary and baby Jesus on a raft. In Bethlehem, which is surrounded by a wall that's been erected to separate Palestine, Bethlehem, from Israel. Somebody made a nativity scene where the kings were placed outside the wall and couldn't get to the manger. And just a few weeks ago up in Claremont, a church put up a manger scene where Mary, Joseph, and baby Jesus were all separated and they were in cages just like refugees at our border. So tonight we celebrate the inbreaking of God into our world, God into our love, but God also into our darkest, darkest parts of existence. God declaring, I am with you. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you have done. I am God, I am with you, and I am not done with you. This is news of great joy. God's love is for all, no exceptions. So tonight, let's celebrate this inbreaking of God into our world, this love. Let us be inspired by this love. Let us harness this love as we see it in all different contexts, the tough contexts, the joyful contexts. Let's harness this love to share the love with each other. So let us, like the villagers with St. Francis, rejoice tonight, sing, light candles, and praise God, for tonight a child is born, a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. So let us welcome this Messiah into the mangers of our hearts and the mangers of our lives. Amen.